Ladies and gentlemen, gather around, gather around. It's time to put on your power bombs and take your pantyhose and oh shit. Moron! Three weeks. I just screwed it up. Three weeks in a row. It's put on your pantyhose and take your power bombs. How many times do we have to go over this? We've had that catch race for like two fucking years. Moron! But we've been on a 13-month hiatus, brah. Actually, closer to 14 months, but yeah, valid point. <laughs> All right, in case you people don't know by Dustin's fucked-up intro, uh, of course, you're listening to Power Bombs and Pantyhose right here on your favorite uh, podcast listening, PlayStation, whatever whatever it is we're on. I know we're on Anchor and a bunch of others. Uh, if you're listening to us on a bunch of others, keep listening to us on that if you're not. If you're not listening to us somewhere, then how the hell are you listening to us? Because that's that's weird. Anyway, before I get too far off topic tonight, um, really quick, uh, we do like to keep things lighthearted and fun, but I do want to take kind of a solemn moment uh, and talk about something kind of serious for a moment. Uh, tonight, we're going to make a special dedication of the shows uh, to a guy that was my mentor uh, a little over 25 years ago. Uh, I started in community theater uh, here in Cumberland uh, with the Southeast Community College Center stage players. Uh, there was a man there that gave me my first shot. I uh, actually put a couple of puppets in my hand, uh, specifically Marley and Young Scrooge uh, in my first ever theater roles um, with A Christmas Carol. Uh, over the next nine or 10 years, he would be my mentor, my friend. He taught me how to be funny. He taught me all the various aspects of stage work. Uh, he taught me timing. Um, he, along with uh, another gentleman by the name of Al Cornett, uh, took me under their wing in a wood shop and taught me that if you can imagine something in your head and you've got a piece of wood, you can turn that wood into whatever you can imagine. Um, unfortunately, uh, I'm sorry, this is a little hard for me to talk about. Um, unfortunately he passed away last week on, um, January 7th. Uh, one second. I did not think I was going to get this emotional. Um, he was a friend, a mentor, uh, and, and, um, so much more to a lot of people, uh, tonight. Uh, we want to dedicate this episode to Michael Corston. Um, Dustin and I had talked about it. There's a lot of ways people do um, do tributes. Um, with me and Dustin both being wrestlers, even though I know Michael wasn't a wrestler or wasn't in the wrestling business, um, I uh, he's the reason that I got into wrestling, the reason I got into entertaining in general. And honestly, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you guys tonight. Um, so I hope everybody's okay with it. I hope I'm not offending anybody in the wrestling community. But um, I would just like to take, well, if I hit the right sound effect on my phone, I would like to just take a moment, uh, have a moment of silence, uh, and do a 10-bell salute and dedicate tonight's episode in memory of my mentor, Michael Corston. Huge bucket of win, man. I appreciate you letting me do that. Um, I'm gonna need just a minute. <laughs> I'll be fine. Well, while you take a minute to try and, and collect yourself, uh, if you don't care, I'm gonna kind of take the reins of the podcast here for just a second. I, I don't really have anything I want to specifically mention or talk about, but I just kind of want to give you a moment to be able to collect yourself. Appreciate um, I, I know, you know, I don't know this this uh, individual that Chris is talking about personally, I mean, I'm sure we've 
you know, we grew up in a, Chris and I grew up in a small town. So I'm sure me and the guy have had interactions before that's without a doubt, especially uh, at Southeast community college uh, doing theater. I was a little bit involved with the theater. Dude, he and had so to get out sure. of the theater once because you were in there causing trouble. Yeah, I was about to say, I was thrown out a few times, actually. Uh, I was thrown out once for causing trouble and thrown out a second time because I smelled of, reeked of marijuana, they said. But anyway, but yeah, I, I worked at the theater a little bit, not nearly as long as like a lot of other people and a lot of my, uh, my family, you know, a lot of other family members that I have. But I, I did spend a couple months and stuff there. You know, I would help out with plays and things like that. And it was really fun time. And I just... I distinctly remember everybody that I had an interaction with, be it a, a student or be it a teacher or whoever, everybody at the Southeast Community College in the, in the theater program, every one of them were just the most amazingly polite, nice, genuinely good people. They weren't just pretending to be polite and pleasant and everything and keeping up and well-mannered in front of you. You could tell that they were genuinely like that from the time they woke up to the time they went to bed. And it was just, it was relieving. It was really sweet to see that such great people existed. You know what I mean? It gives you hope for humanity. I appreciate that, bro. I, I think I'm okay now. I, I know he's looking down on us today and uh, hopefully going to help us out with uh, a good show today. Um, we normally don't have an agenda, but there are a couple of things I specifically wanted to talk about tonight. Uh, one is something we've gotten some feedback over. Last week, we talked about how your birthday was coming up. And when this airs, your birthday is going to be, what, two days out, I think? Uh, my birthday is Monday. Yeah, so this will be airing on Saturday. Uh, so your birthday will be two days from when this airs. Uh, I went ahead yeah. and sent you your birthday gift, as everybody knows. And you should have – I think you received this past Saturday. Am I right? Uh, like, I actually, Yeah, I received it the day the episode went up. And I know everybody heard me cackling on the last episode talking about it. Um, <laughs> oh, God, I'm starting to laugh now and start coughing. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Let me just let you take over and just tell what happened there. Okay. Well, this is, uh, I'm going to tell a little bit of this story that's going to make me seem like a very even though I'm about to be 32, I'm still very much a six-year-old kid. And what I mean by that is take the stoner shit away, take the, the perverted horniness away, take all that shit away, strip me down to my bare essentials. I'm just a six-year-old kid because I get up, I'm dicking around, you know, we take Jackie to work and uh, get back. I check the mail and I was like, okay, I got a package, but it's flat. And it's not a six-foot dildo or an eight-foot dildo or whatever the f butt plug or whatever the fuck you said it was. So I was like, okay. Hold on, hold on. I, I want to clarify that. I, I think we mentioned it on last week's episode. What I told you it was – Jackie, I think, had told you it was like a blow-up sheep sex doll or blow-up goat sex doll. Inflatable sheep sex doll, yeah. What I had told you it was, and I, I, I thought I did a pretty good job convincing you, at least I thought, was an eight-foot, 40-pound, double-sided, light-up – dildo but anyway. i'll be honest with you mm -hmm. i was a little disappointed when it wasn't an under light butt plug you know to where the, it lights up the ground underneath you i know what to get you for your next birthday or christmas <laughs> but anyway so i get in the house with the package and i'm sitting down with it and i'm like excited like a kid on christmas you know what i'm saying i just can't wait so i, I jackie's mom she's like don't open it wait till jackie gets home i want to see the expression on both your faces and i was like okay and I sat there and I messaged you and I told you that I got it or whatever. And you're like, right on. And then no, uh, I was disappointed because I wanted to go ahead and see the look in your face. Yeah. So, so you were, you know, I'll let you know what was up and you were kind of like, eh, whatever, you know, like, hey, you should open it now. And I was like, no, not what, not till Jackie comes home. And I think your exact words were, Jackie knows what it is. I want to see yep. your expression or something like that. Yep. So I was like, oh, you know, I was kind of debating back and forth and I kept messaging Jackie. This is in the, the span from the, the last message you and I sent each other. I immediately started texting Jackie or messaging her. And I was like, Hey, my presence here. Can I open it? Can I open it now? And, and I just kept messenger, messenger, messenger. And mind you, she's at work, legitimate fucking work. You know, she, she you know, works for a company that I'm not going to mention doing things that I don't want to mention all legal, by the way. And just, you know, I just don't want to mention anything for her sake or whatever, but she's trying to get work done. And I'm sitting over here like an impatient six-year-old, like, mommy, answer the phone, answer the phone. Let me, let me open my present. You know, and so I'm just 
fucking annoying the shit out of her. I can imagine. Uh, finally, I couldn't wait anymore. And I was like, I'm going to open it. So I turned my camera on, turned my phone, you know, set it kind of sideways so that way you can get the full, you know, scoot it back a little bit. So it's got me, the present, and my face and everything in the video. I push the button, I hold the package up, open the package, take it out. I was like, oh, you know, my expression and everything. It's like, holy shit. I go to put the mask on. Like I, I laced it up real quick and I go to put the mask on. I was like, wait a minute. And I looked at my camera and the button to record had not been pushed. My fingernail had gotten so long, it my fingernail clipped the screen, but because my finger didn't touch the actual button, the damn thing didn't start recording. So I was like, fuck, this is going to piss, you know, this is not really going to piss Chris off, but it's going to suck because he wanted to see my expression. So I quickly hit the button with my thumb to make sure that it started, and I put the mask on, and I turned left and turned right and sent Chris the video, but oh, I was so happy. I completely didn't even check to see if the video was working. I just hit it once and just started like immediately ripping that fucker open, dude. Dude, you're so excited you didn't even tell him what kind of mask it was. I'm getting there. So I was about to say, you know, th there's more to the story. It doesn't end there. That was just a pausing point. It was mostly a cigarette break point, but anyway, I digress. The point is, I open the, uh, the, the, the fucking gift up and I look at it. It's a mask, quite obviously. Chris and I have mentioned that multiple times, but here's the thing. Chris and I, as we've mentioned before and as was mentioned earlier in the podcast this episode, Chris and I are professional wrestlers. Now, well, I've been well, former professional wrestlers, whatever, you know, however you want to describe it, Chris and I used to professionally wrestle. Like legitimately professional, professionally wrestle. So this hardcore homo, and I don't mean that in a negative way, I just mean that in a funny way. This motherfucker gets me, not only does he get me a mask, number one, not only does he get me a luchador mask, number two, which by the way, I am a fucking fanatic for the luchadors. I've never been a big guy. I've always idolized guys like Rey Mysterio, Psychosis, uh, La Parca, and, and so on and so forth. But anyway, I digress. He got me a fucking mask, a luchador mask, but he knows my love of clowns. Woo -woo, and he got me <laughs> the fucking professional luchador mask of Psycho Clown. With the tongue hanging out and the fucking face, my my uh, my in-laws basically say I look like Gene Simmons with a red mohawk. <laughs> you need to post a picture of that on our like Twitter and Facebook. Oh, definitely. After tonight's episode, I'm gonna uh, you know this Saturday when we post to, uh, this episode up, I'm gonna definitely not flood, but I'm gonna definitely post pictures and maybe a video or two on our social media of the actual gift and and everything like that. Um, but here's here's the kicker. So I put the mask on, you know, lace it up and everything. I'm like, oh, man, this is fucking tits. This is so awesome, you know. And my in-laws, they can't stop laughing. They're just like, oh, my God, this is hilarious. They think it's a great gift. Obviously, they're not making fun of me. They just think it, it's – they think it's funny in a way to see my reaction go from, like, this grown man to just this four-year-old little kid who just got, like, the greatest Christmas present he ever wanted. You know what I mean? So they were just like, oh, he's, you know, look at him. He's so cute. And he's, oh, he's so crazy. He's wearing it right now and stuff. And I was like, oh, man, I like this mask. And I was like, I don't want to send Jackie any pictures of it because I want her to see it. And I can't remember if I came up with it or if Jackie's mom did, but somebody said, you should wear it with uh, Papa, Jackie's dad, when you guys go pick up Jackie from work. I remember you told me you were going to do that. You didn't tell me whose idea it was. I can't remember whose idea it was, but <laughs> I am almost 100% certain it was mom's idea. And the reason I say that is because she has a wicked sense of humor. Fucking, I absolutely love that woman to death. She is just the greatest fucking, one of the greatest people, not one of, she is the greatest person I have met outside of my own family. Literally. But anyway, hey, I'm going to this cigarette. Um, but yeah, so I was like, all right, I'm doing it. I'm fucking doing it. I have to, you know, it's been, the idea has been floated out there. I have to do it. So I put the mask on and I'm sitting there, I'm smoking cigarettes in it. Cause like I said, it has a tongue that hangs out. So I raise the tongue up and the mouth is fully exposed. You'll see in the pictures, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I smoke my cigarette through that. So I'm just ridiculously obsessing over this thing. You know what I mean? I wouldn't take it off for hours. And then finally like nine o'clock or 10 o'clock rolls around or whatever, we go pick up Jackie. So I'm wearing this mask the whole ride there, which is like a good 15, almost 20 minute ride. People in, you know, the cars, next to us are just kind of like looking over like what the fuck they'll, they'll double take the look and see me then they'll look back like did i really just see a fucking clown you know and so we pull up to the we pull up to her work the lights are shutting off you know every, the, the the work is closing and, and she's coming out and stuff 
I see her coming out from uh, about a distance. I jump out of the car. I lean up against it. I have the clown mask on, cigarette in my mouth. You know, I'm just in there. And she, I see somebody walk about maybe five to six steps towards the door before they come outside. And then they turn around and walk back. And then two people walk up to the door. And then Jackie comes out. She walks up to the car and she just looks at me. And she's like, oh, my God. She's like, well, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Because, you know, she finally saw the clown face. And, and like I mentioned before, Jackie, absolutely. She's not afraid of clowns. She just hates them. I don't know why. But that's how it goes. But anyway, she's like, it's not as bad as I thought it was. And I was like, what was, you know, I was like, you know, I pointed back at the door. And I was like, what, what? And she's like, oh, I had to go tell my boss. And I can't remember the girl's name. She's like, I had to tell my boss, come here and check out the mask. Because I could see you standing under the streetlight illuminated with just a fucking clown mask on, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, I tell those two stories so I can get to this part. And I apologize if this story runs a little long. I'm so sorry. But this it's trust me, it's all worth it. So me, Jackie, and Papa are in the car, and we're going back to the house, and uh, I was like, I was feeling kind of brave, you know, feeling some kind of way or whatever. So I tell Papa, I was like, hey, can you stop at Holiday, a convenience store, so I can run in and grab me a snack or two, you know, something to drink, something to snack on or whatever. It's like, sure, I don't give a fuck. So he pulls over, and, you know, <coughs> I jump out of the car, and Jackie's like, oh, God, you're not really going in like that, are you? And I said, yeah, of course. And so she starts telling me some stuff she wants, and I was like, you come in with me because I won't remember all that, you know? And which is partly true, but I was partly kind of puss, uh, pussy pussified, you know, very scared. And I was like, well, at least if I have Jackie with me, I'll have a little bit of uh, confidence. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so me and Jackie walk into the store. <laughs> the fucking, the, the people behind the counter turn and just like dead eye lock on me. And Jackie's like, he got it for his birthday. Don't worry about him. He's just excited. <laughs> and we go around and collect the rest of our stuff and walk out, pay for it. And then, you know, walk out. But oh my God, it was great. Yeah, you know they probably thought you were like Jackie's kid or something, right? Like a, uh, a teenage kid. You want another the best story? I, I'm almost afraid to ask, but yeah, go ahead. Okay, so that was Saturday, mm-hmm. right? Sunday, <laughs> me and Papa decide we need to get some food or like snacks or something. We need to go to Holiday for something, not cigarettes, because I didn't have to take my ID. And I was like, okay, let's go. So I throw my mask on. <laughs> and Papa's like, you're really going to wear that indoors? And I was like, yeah, of course. So he, he's just laughing to himself like, oh, this is going to be great. You know what I mean? He, he loves it. So we get in the car and we go to Holiday and I walk in there and it's the same Holiday that me and Jackie had been in the night before, but mm-hmm. it was an entirely different uh, clerk behind the counter. So we walk in and the dude, the, the chick rather, I'm sorry, the, the chick is scanning some customer's items and she looks up and sees me and she looks back down, scans the item and she looks up and looks at me again. She's like, you could see that look on her face like, is he really what the fuck you know that kind of like am i really seeing this or am i just like having a little moment here so i see her keep scanning items and she looks over her shoulder behind her and then another clerk walks up to the other counter you know to the empty register and he says i'll get you over here and i walk up i have my arms full of stuff like uh pops and and chips and some dip and stuff like that you know uh, uh not uh, not like a tobacco dip but like a chips and dip so I walk up to the counter and I go to set it all down. He's like, uh, excuse me, just, just for my own clarification, you're not going to rob us, are you? And I'm standing here with my arms full of stuff. I'm like, I just want to pay for my food. And he's like, okay, that's cool. I was like, what the fuck? I'm just, I have my arms full. How am I going to rob you with a two liter? You know what I mean? Which kind of made me think of that one movie where dude kidnaps that girl with the Snickers bar. But anyway. Yeah, I know what you Well, see, the thing is what got me thinking about the Lucha or Mass for you. If you remember back after the uh, mask mandate went into effect in Kentucky, I bought the uh, Sincara Luchador mask for myself. Uh, yeah. I remember we talked about it really heavy. I remember the first day I get it, I had to go to Walmart uh, that afternoon or evening or something. <laughs> I get the bright idea I'm going to wear a Sincara mask into Walmart, and I'm expecting people to like trip out. And- and it was like the weirdest experience because I'm expecting adults to like freak out at this point because everybody else is wearing like the little like surgical style mask. Uh, yeah. uh, as I'm walking in the door, the Walmart greeter just looks at me and says, that is the coolest mask. And, <laughs> yeah, and I just, you know, smiled, went along with it. And as I'm walking through the store, not one adult even gives me a second look, but I got all the coolest looks from these kids. Uh, I had this one little teenage girl look at me and she just kind of does a double take. And as I walk by, she's just like following me, you know, like turning her head and like following me with her head. And, 
yeah it, it was a cool experience so i kind of figured when i was trying to think of something for your birthday after the butt plug uh and a couple other things it's like i had that cool experience i started looking for luchador masks i came across two or three i thought you might like and then i saw the psycho clown and i was like nope perfect right there um so yeah um, of course, that was your big experience this week. Uh, my big experience, which you were asking me about earlier uh, before recording, and I said we talk about, and I've got a bunch of people on Facebook asking, so I'm going to tell all of them to listen to this. Um, I auditioned for America's Got Talent today. Uh, I did virtual auditions this year. This was the second year I've listened or I've uh, auditioned. Uh, to be completely honest, I'm not expecting this year to really go any different than the last time. In fact, that. I'll be surprised if I make it past the first round. Um, it was interesting. <clears throat> I, I don't know if I have too much to say about it. Um, you know, I am trans now. I'm openly trans. I'm in the process of still trying to become thin on a daily basis, trying to become comfortable with that. So I went back and forth between doing full drag, just doing some light makeup, and I kind of went in between. Um, I ended up spending probably about two or three hours preparing. Um, I did some color in my hair. I did some purple and some blue. Uh, did some, didn't do too heavy makeup. I did a little bit of eyeshadow. I did fake eyelashes on myself for the first time. I'm going to tell you right now, eyelash glue is a bitch. Let me make that perfectly clear in case you didn't hear it in the back. Eyelash glue is a bitch. Did you hear what I said, Dustin? Oh, speaking of eyelash glue, uh -huh. when I was in high school, I used to constantly get accused of wearing fake eyelashes because my fucking real eyelashes are so long and luxurious. Luxurious, rather. Beautiful. All right. But, yeah, eyelash glue is a bitch. Um, I spent 30 minutes just trying to get the eyelashes on, right? And they still look goofy, if you ask me. Um, I did some lipstick, a couple things of powder. Um, a little bit of pink eyeliner, or not eyeliner, um, eyeshadow that you could barely see. Uh, one thing I did not take into consideration is I did all of that today. Tomorrow I've got to go grocery shopping, and I've got most of my makeup off, except I did a thick layer of liquid eyeliner underneath my eyes. That is not coming off. Um, and I'm actually tomorrow supposed to go to the grocery store and potentially maybe look at a vehicle or two. Um, so I'm going to figure out some way in the next 12, 14 hours to try to get the rest of this eyeliner off. Um, nah, Ninja, just wear sunglasses like a battered housewife. Yeah, I've got one. Sorry, that was fucked up. I apologize for that. I've already looked. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, I may end up having to do the sunglasses thing at this point. Um Everything else came off. The eyelashes didn't have much of a problem coming off. They were way more of a bitch going on than the coming off. Lipstick yeah. had a problem coming off. Even the thin layer of, I, I did eyeliner because I didn't have any lip liner. I did eyeliner around my lips. It came off pretty easy, but it was a thin layer. That underneath my eyes is a bitch. Um, and, Aren't you more used to things coming on you than coming off? Oh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> no, they're not going to see my full body because we're on webcam. We're on a Zoom call. So <clears throat> I, I've got this little like see-through mesh, like onesie kind of thing. Um, almost like a dancer's bodysuit that kind of snaps underneath your crotch. Um, so I put that on and then I put a corset on over top. Well, I had been debating for the last few days of where do I want to sit in my house? Um I like my house fairly dark because I like it dark. So I figured out the best lighting is on the front porch. Keep in mind, it was what in the high 20s today in Kentucky, uh, where I live. Um, my audition was supposed to be at three at 12 Pacific time, which is three Eastern time. So I get out there, I'm set, and I try to get in the room about 15 minutes before which is normal. Uh, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, they should start getting us in three o'clock, maybe a tad bit after. No big deal. Um, one of the producers was in there. As soon as I, I'm ready, they send me a questionnaire I fill out. <clears throat> and then they let me in the room in a holding room. And um, 
one of the producers is doing an interview with Brett Loudermilk, who was a contestant from last season, a magician. And I'm like, okay, it's like we're we're gonna get to listen to this guy 15, 20 minutes, and uh, and then we'll get started. Uh, other producers were throwing up in chat, hey, as soon as this interview's over, we're gonna play an intro video, then we'll break you out into breakout rooms and do your audition. All right. <clears throat> About 15 minutes goes by. It passes 3 o'clock Eastern time. I'm, I'm getting fairly cold at this point. I did have jeans on, um, thankfully. But keep in mind, my arms were pretty much bare. You know, that little thin layer of, like, see-through cloth. Uh, and I didn't want to put a jacket on. Uh, I didn't have any socks on because I'm stupid. Um, but I had great lighting, let me tell you. Uh, <laughs> and I sit there. 15 minutes goes by, all right, it's a little after three. We should be getting started anytime. any time. Keep watching. Uh, 3.10, I think it was around 3.15. I, I, I looked down and saw you had messaged me, and I'm like, dude, this shit has not got started yet. Uh, at this point, I'm really having to pee. Um, so I, I, I was confident up till right around this time. This is when I started losing my confidence. Uh, because before then, I had my act in my head. I was confident with my horrible makeup job. Um, but now I, I'm kind of, I'm freezing. I've got to pee. Uh, I don't see why I didn't get up and grab a jacket other than the fact I'm really, really stupid. Um, let me, again, make sure that's clear. I'm really, really stupid. 3.15, or 3.15 then we hit like 3.20. I'm sitting there anytime now, anytime now. Okay, at 3.30, they're going to do it, 3.30. Uh, 3.30 hits. They're still interviewing this guy. I was like, you know, if, the, if I wasn't sitting there freezing to death having to pee, I would have been interested in this interview. But at this point, I didn't care. Fuck it. Let, let me do my audition. I gotta go. Uh, and I didn't want to get up to go pee for the main reason that number one, I had the jeans on. And under the jeans, there were these two little snaps on that, that onesie thing that I was talking about that were hard as hell to snap back. So just to go pee, I was gonna have to unsnap them. And I was wearing a thong underneath it, if anybody wants the graphic of that in their head. So trying to get that snap back, that would have been a 15 minute ordeal just going to piss. Uh, and I didn't want to do that. Um, three, um, around 3.30 rolls around, they say, okay, now we're taking audience question. Audience, no! No, no audience questions. Let's do the audition. I got to go, people. Uh, and when I say I got to go, I don't mean, hey, I've got something else to do. I mean, I got to pee. You stupid people. I need to piss. Um, we get past that, and they do audience questions for a few minutes. And they're like, okay, now we're going to watch the intro video. And the intro video has like past contestants on it, just telling us what to expect. It's like a five minute, you know, video, a little bit funny. Basically, hey, we're gonna break you out in rooms, turn your cell phones off, or silence your cell phones, yada yada, keep your mics muted. All right, whatever. Uh, and right before the intro video, they said, if you've got a number by your name in the chat, and I had the number eight by mine, they said, we'll be taking you into a room in about five or 10 minutes. They lied. Because at this point, when they started that video, it was 3.38, roughly. Um, they play the video. It's five, six minutes long. I'm like, okay, finally. This is like 3.45 at this point. They're going to they're gonna take me into a room. Finally. I, I can do my audition. Then I can get up and go pee and put on something warm. And nope. Nope. Producer comes on, starts blabbering about, hey, here's what to expect, yada, yada. It's like, that. wasn't that that whole five-minute video we just watched? Wasn't that what we were supposed to expect? Now you're telling me other things to expect? What the hell? Um. Anyway, then she just starts playing random music like they picked, like, the, 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 the top 20 radio station. They start playing it. And I'm like, dear Jesus. I'm sitting there at this point. I'm looking, and where I sit on the porch, sometimes I'll sit out there and eat. And I've got, like, six pop cans sitting there. So, at this point, I'm like, well, they can't see me from about mid-torso down. 
And I'm just really debating about using one of these pop cans at this point. I keep in mind I've got a closed-in porch, so I'm not really worried about, like, neighbors coming up seeing me or something. Um, I'm really debating about using a pop can at this point. And I sit and stared at a Diet Coke can I had sitting there. Um, and then finally, a little bit after 4 o'clock, they finally broke us out into rooms. Like, dear God, thank Jesus. All right. Thank Allah. Thank whoever the fuck you want. Thank the spirits. Thank you, Dustin. Uh, thank everybody. Uh, they finally got us into our breakout rooms. All right. So we get in there. Uh, and they said, all right, this producer who looks like she, just the way she talked, she's had way too long of a day. She has already seen hundreds of contestants. And she's just whatever in it. Uh, I, I kind of think she's the producer they may have threw into the people that they know just were not going to make it. So it's just like, hey, let her pretend she's listening. Um, yeah, she, it, it, I may be wrong. I may be wrong. But she just looked like she was having way too long of a day. And uh, they have the first act come up. I remember this was a little 13-year-old girl. And she was a singer. And let me tell you, the way she started out, she had one of the most beautiful voices I ever heard. Uh, and I'm not, I don't want to diss a 13-year-old on here. Uh, but she she had one of the most beautiful voices I ever heard. I was like, yeah, she's going to make it on the show. Until she hits this one really high note or attempted to hit it. Yeah. Um, she should not have tried that note. Except for that one note, she was awesome. Um, and then the producer basically says, all right, number one, they didn't call me by my stage name, which is Seely. Uh, Christopher, my legal name, which I don't like being called Christopher because that's my male name and I'm trans, but I did list it on the form because that is technically my legal name. Christopher, you're next. Uh, I introduce myself, uh, say I'm a comedian. There's like, okay, you're, you're not doing adult content, are you? I was like, nope. Learned that lesson two years ago. That's a story for another day. Um, and I basically get into my routine. At this point, I'm trying to remember my routine that I had done, that I had practiced over and over in my head. Uh, but at the same time, I'm really having to pee. I get through all but about five or ten seconds of it because I realized afterwards that I'd left out about ten seconds. Um we got 90 seconds to do the full audition. I did probably 70, 75 seconds. Um, because number one, I did rush a little bit. Because again, did I mention that I had to pee? Did, did you catch that part, Dustin? Oh, uh, most definitely, Ninja. So yeah, I, I rushed a little bit because I had to pee. I, um, I And I did leave out, like I said, about five to 10 seconds. I don't think it was really consequential. The one thing that really kind of sucks about the about this audition was I'm used to playing off somebody else. Uh, when you're in front of a live crowd, you can play off the audience reactions. When we're doing the podcast like we are today, we can play off each other's reactions. Um, and it's hard for me not to play off someone. So I'm getting total silence. I'm trying to kind of look and see how people are reacting to my material. And I think I, I kind of 50-50, um, I talked about how accident prone I am and it didn't seem to get much of a reaction just by looking at their video cams, um, at their webcam. But then I did my uh, my clown voice, uh, you know, the voice that, oh, yes, are you hearing voices? And my, you know, my <laughs> laugh. And that seemed to get a good reaction from what I could tell. Uh, but I couldn't hear their reaction, so it fucked with me. I end up stopping like I said about 15 seconds early they thanked me for my time I sit and watch like six other people everybody else was singers except for one guy who was a magician um magician did a the pee and shell routine which is just a variation of cups and balls um fun routine but kind of basic uh but it was fun he, he did a good presentation with it um I think everybody kind of did good but after that, it was like, okay. They had told us earlier that they were doing auditions through the February, and if we were chosen, we would hear back in either late March or early April. Well, this lady says, 
we're going to get chosen. We'll get here back in mid to late February. Um, and then they just let us go. So finally, I got up. Um, the person I've been talking to, I call her. And the first thing I was like, hey, it's over. Because I've been chatting with you and her while I was waiting. Um, yeah. And my first thing was, I got to pee. <laughs> Right. So I grabbed my laptop, headed back into my office, and went straight to the bathroom. And dear God, I did not remember drinking that much before the show. Um, so yeah, that was my AGT experience. Um, all right, I'm going to say at this point, kind of not good, not bad, but it just kind of was, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, now whether or not I make it to the next round, your guess is as good as mine. Um I would say, honestly, my personal opinion, I, I, I think my my clown voice killed. The rest of it just died, if you get what I mean. Yeah. But anyway, um, that's it on that. Episode one, let's get to something else. Episode one, I had a challenge for you. You failed the challenge, and as of the time we're recording this, we're still waiting on you to post your punishment. Is that going to get posted before this airs? It should be before Saturday, yeah. Have you recorded it yet? No, not yet. I'm going to, like, we've had some issues with uh, water and heat, so I'm waiting on a few things to get taken care of first. All right, um... I remember we had said we were going to play another game on episode three. Do you feel like playing something else? Sure. All right. I, I think as a punishment, we'll keep it a little simpler this time. Okay. If you can beat me, well, let's just say it this way either way. Uh, before episode five, uh, if you win or if I win, Loser is chugging a bottle of hot sauce. Let's do that. Okay. Um, you can choose your favorite hot sauce. I I have colon issues, so if I lose, I am probably going to choose something kind of on the mild side just so uh, I don't... Nah, bitch, if you lose, you're drinking Franks. <laughs> yeah, on the mild side. Hey, I've got <laughs> a bottle of Franks red, uh, red hot sweet chili sauce on my desk. I'll sit and chug it. That's a little on the thick side, but it's good. Um, I just don't want to go in the hospital <laughs> like I did with the um, Carolina Reaper. Um, and again, it, you know, up to you if you lose or when you lose, uh, what you chuck. We're going to play 20 questions. All right. What I'm going to do, I'm going to give you a choice. You know as well as I do. I have a cluttered desk. Actually, I have my workstation where I'm sitting right now. I have two cluttered desks plus three drawers behind me. Okay. So, what we're going to do, I'm going to give you the choice. You could take desk one, desk two, or drawer one, two, or three. So, you've got five options there. Uh, and I'm just going to pick an item. Whatever item I want. You have 20 yes or no questions to guess said item. Okay. Um, if, if you say, is it, is it a, an ink pen, for example, if you're still within your 20 questions, that counts as a guess. If you get through all 20 questions and you had not, have not made a guess, you get one guess at the end. Okay. So it's like a 21st, well, I wouldn't call it a 21st question, but you got 20 questions. I'll have and a guess. Though. If you guess whatever item I'm, I, I choose, and I will pick it up and I will hold it the entire time. Um, if for some reason I cannot answer the question about the item, then that question becomes void and will not count towards your twenty questions. Okay. Um, like if you figure out that it's a food and you say, well, is it nutritious? Well, I don't know if this is nutritious or not. Um, right. So I'm going to give you a choice. Desk one, desk two, drawer one, two, or three. And How many rounds? We're just doing one round of 20 questions. Okay. We'll choose desk one. Desk one. 
Aha! I've got the perfect thing. I was kind of hoping you would choose this one. All right. I'm not going to hold this, but I'm going to sit and look at it because it is pretty. You have 20 questions to guess what I'm looking at, what item I have chosen. And if you don't believe me, I can send you a picture of the item afterwards. Okay. <clears throat> is it clothing? No. That's one question. Yes, that is one question. Um, is it some kind of memorabilia? I'm going to say no. So that's okay. Is it a picture? That's going to be kind of a tougher one. Um, I'm going to say yes with the caveat that there are pictures on it. It's not a, a single picture, but it has pictures on it. So it's like a collage thing? Not necessarily. Okay. Uh, is it a yeah, pin board that has like shit pinned to it, like pictures and stuff? Uh, no, it is not a pin board, and that's four. Yeah. Uh, is it a cup? No. And that's five. Fifteen questions left. Is it a poster? No, that's six. A computer? I have two computers on my desk, but I chose neither, so no, that's seven. <laughs> is it any kind of quote-unquote electronic device? No, and that is eight. Let's see. Does it have to do with professional wrestling? No, and that is nine. Does it have to do with uh, drag queen? No, and that is 10. I, I tell you what, I'm going to be nice. If you've got one single object in your head right now, I'll give you one free guess that does not count as a question. Okay. Well, you know, the name of the show, I've got to go with it. Is it pantyhose? It is not pantyhose. That was your free guess. That does not count. You are 10 questions down. Mm -hmm. You have 10 questions left. Uh, let's see. You said you're going to look at it, so it's pretty. Sneakins. Pretty. Uh, do it. I said I think it's pretty, but okay. Is it a mirror? No, but I actually do have a mirror on my desk, but no, it's not the mirror. Okay. Uh, is it a mask? No, and that is 12. Just for the people uh, listening at home, I wasn't meaning like the uh, luchador mask that he mentioned earlier of Sinkara. I was meaning like uh, any kind of mask. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. You already said no. Uh, so I'm going to move on. But um, I was just clarifying for the, you know, for the listeners that I wasn't thinking it was still within the realm of pro wrestling. You already uh, denounced that it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Anyway. So you're 12 down. You got eight left. Makeup case. No. Case of beer. No, and that is 14. Is it food of some kind? Yes. 15, you have five questions to narrow down what kind of food. Potato chips. Ask a question. Is it potato chips? No, four questions left. Is it crackers? No, three questions left. Is it snack cakes? No, two questions left. Is it like ravioli or soup? No, one question left food oh is it pizza no and that is your 20th question you get one final guess or you're chugging hot sauce let's see i'm gonna guess is it taco bell are you asking me if i have an entire taco bell restaurant sitting on my desk no is it an item from taco bell no and that is your final guess what I am sitting here looking at, and you're going to laugh at this, and again, I will send you a picture. Uh, for some reason, I, I had a couple of bowls of this the other night, and I left it on my desk for some reason. I am actually looking at a family-sized box of Star Wars The Mandalorian cereal from General Mills. Ah, cereal. 
the child because Rogu, Rogu's name had not been uh, revealed at that point. So it is a one pound, 2.6 ounce or 18.6 ounce, 527 gram box of Star Wars, the Mandalorian cereal. Well, right on. Well, I, I was, I, think, I was not going to get that. Let, let's be honest. I was not going to get that. I was thinking more of like a, uh, uh, maybe like a mid to late afternoon kind of food, you know, like a hot dog or a cheese, uh, uh, fucking cheeseburger, hot dog, or fucking something like that, like pizza, you know. But yeah, I never would have got that. Dude, you want to know some of the random foods I have just sitting around my desk right now? Probably sardines, you fucking nasty ass cat. I, I dude, I don't eat fish. I have got Good. cereal. I have got four packs of ramen noodles sitting over there. I have got. Uh, a box of pasta salad uh, because I don't know why I just I tend to when I get back from the grocery store I set stuff on my desk because I have to come in and check something on my computer and I just leave it here for some reason I've got two bottles of hot sauce I have got a bag of hard uh, like random assortment bag of hard candy uh, I have got a box of stovetop stuffing behind my computer monitor uh, I've got some protein powder uh, let me keep looking uh, I have some. Oh, that's an empty box. I did have some Devil Cream Little Debbie snack cakes back there, but that's <laughs> sitting there that I mean, mean to throw away. Um, I've got. I like, we were already on episode three, man. Like like six random packs of gum. So yeah, I I have a fucking grocery store sitting on my desk. All right. <laughs> but yeah, you know that it's fucking. It's not hard to believe. Like, oh my god, I can't believe it. It's just. It doesn't feel like it's been three weeks since we started. No, it really doesn't, does it? Um, time passes quick, dude. Uh, well, especially since uh, the first three episodes here of season two have all been at least recorded in January. So. Nope, nope, nope. First episode was recorded on December 31st. Oh, released in January. My bad. Released January 2nd. Yeah, that, that's that's what I meant. Released in January because I forgot we did no, uh, record the first episode. It was like what the 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 first Tuesday or Wednesday after Christmas. Uh, it was the Wednesday after Christmas. It was December thirtieth. My bad, December thirtieth. Yep. Because I uploaded it, <coughs> uh, and it aired on the second. Um, yeah, three weeks in, and and we haven't murdered each other yet. It's a it's a miracle. Faith and Magoya, Hallelujah. Other random words. Speaking of murder, I want to mention to uh, anybody and everybody interested in hearing. Oh, I'm that Jackie is terrified, or not terrified. She just has a a huge dislike, disdain for clowns. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I am not. Like I said, she hasn't done anything to me yet. She refuses to kiss me when I wear the mask because she she doesn't. She's like, I like it. It's okay, but I won't kiss you. So I can't get her to kiss me when I wear the mask. But uh, I won't kiss you either. I think. And I don't have any uh, proof to back this up with, but I think Loki, she may be planning my murder. Dude, I'm going to give you the option on this one. I told Jackie, you know, what I, uh, what I bought you, like right after I bought it for you. Um, you want to tell everybody what her immediate reaction was? I'll leave that up. Uh, That's kind of personal. <laughs> I can't remember what she said, but I know the one hint that she gave me that really stood out until I opened the gift and realized what it was. She told me she might burn it with me inside of it, which didn't make any sense at the time, but it does now. It's like, oh, okay, I, I see that. You're going to set the clown mask on fire with me wearing it. I get you. But the way she phrased it almost made it seem like it could be that sheep blow doll that she was telling me about. It, um. I, I don't remember the exact wording, but I, I pretty well remember the gist of it because I did screenshot it and I sent it to you. Do you want me to yeah. tell everybody what her reaction was? Yeah, go for it. I, I tell her in detail what it was. And by the way, do you remember the card that I sent with it? Do you remember what that Yeah. Said? I remember what the card said in Spanish. Uh, so I don't have the card actually with me right now, so I can't remember. But it said, happy birthday, bitch. Long live luchadors. From your first love. Yep, that, that was the card. And I told Jackie exactly what it was. I told her what the card was. Uh, I used Google Translate to you know put the card in Spanish since it was a luchador mask. 
And she says something, and I can't get it word for word, and I don't want to pull it up on my phone because I know I've got 100 messages. Um, and knowing me, I'll accidentally read a message, uh, and I don't want to do that. Uh, it, it's, she said something to the extent of, dear God, he's going to fuck me with that on. Uh, <laughs> and I, that, that just put an image in my head that I can't get out. Dustin, in like 10 years, I'm going to need like severe therapy to try to get that it, uh, image out of my head. Um, you know what I should do sometime? Start a, camp, a fundraising campaign to get me therapy to get that image out of my head? No, I should put on the clown mask, walk into the bedroom completely naked, put my fist over my dick and just start pulling like all these different colored handkerchiefs out of my dick. Dude, you know, I can get you one of those little handkerchief things that. If I could get a surgery that would allow me to come confetti, I'd be happy as hell. Oh dear God. Like one of those popper things for the new year's pow. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's what we should do for the Twitter page. It'll probably get banned from Twitter is just get a video of you naked and let so we can quote unquote censor it. Let me just put like one of those little poppers over it because I, I can do that in post op. That would mean I have to look at your dick, which I really don't want to. Uh, and then just like have it pool and confetti go everywhere. That's both funny and disturbing at the same. Dear God. Again, I think we should absolutely do that, <laughs> Dustin. Um, seriously, we need to start a uh, campaign, a fundraising campaign for all the therapy I'm going to need uh, after another couple of episodes. Um, God help me. Uh, anyway, you got anything else for us to talk about, or are we going to get into the butt plugs? Uh, yeah, I think I think we should start wrapping it up. It's been about almost an hour or something like that, you know. So yeah, close enough. I, I need to cook dinner anyway, and try to get the rest of this flipping makeup off um yeah i think i mentioned that on air i know i told you before yeah i, I don't have makeup remover I, i've got all but this thick layer of eyeliner underneath I, I gotta try to get off and i have no idea how i'm gonna do that but anyway um yeah we always plug stuff at the end of the show from now on we're just gonna call them butt plugs because it's on the butt end of the show i know you had a couple of projects you you want to plug Go ahead and do that, then I'll like plug something random or something, and then we'll go. We'll go. All on. right. <clears throat> well, a lot of people here know, I uh, think on at least one or two past episodes, this being the third one of, of uh, season two here, I think on episode one or two, or possibly both, Chris mentioned that he is uh, has written a book and had it published and it's been released. And, and I think there's even a, uh, a link on our, maybe our Facebook or possibly Twitter, if not twitter then it will definitely be on twitter a link to his book on amazon that you can actually purchase a copy of for yourself uh but uh look at last quest i see i'll preach yeah shameless plug go ahead it's a really great book and i'm not just saying that because i wrote the forward i i honestly think it's a really great story and in fact i actually read this you know because chris, chris kept me updated on the the story as he wrote it i read the story before i wrote the forward and I, I absolutely stand by what I wrote in the forward, but I, I stand by that story completely. That, that's a great book for anybody who's a fan of action, adventure, just like good storytelling, you know, and, and, and like that, that what's that family atmosphere type feel to a story? Definitely check it out. But anyway, uh, sorry, Chris, you know, to oh, gush fine. over your book, but I, I really enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoy it. And I, I'm not really huge into literature, like reading a lot, but, but I really did enjoy it. But I brought all that up because, uh, Chris isn't the only one of us that's uh, that's working on books and, and things like that. You know, he's got another book that he's working on. He mentioned, I think, the other, uh, the last episode of the podcast. But um, remember, it was one of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm currently working on a project right now, which is possibly going to develop into a series of books rather than a standalone copy or uh, standalone series, uh, standalone book rather. But I don't have a title for the book yet or the series in general. But I'm about four chapters in. I'm not sure how many chapters I'm going to get completed because, like I said, I have the overall story in my head. I just don't know how much of the story to put into each book in order to stretch it out into a series or if I want to put it all in one book or, you know, at this point, I don't really know. I'm still at the beginning stages of it, but I'm working on that. Uh, I can give you a quick synopsis of it. Uh, it's a book about this young man in Western Europe. Uh, no, no, no. Eastern Europe, my bad. 
uh, near Romania, and he gets attacked and sub- he gets uh, subdued by a vampire essentially and becomes a vampire. And so, because of the the stigma and everything surrounded with the vampires in, in society, he flees to uh, somewhere near not Slovakia. It, it's somewhere uh, further south. I can't exactly remember, but anyway, he goes further south and meets up with this dude who is an alchemist. Set in 19th century uh, Eastern Europe, like I said, and uh, he meets an alchemist, and the alchemist is trying to uncover not just the philosopher's stone as all alchemists at the time were but he's trying to perfect the formula of resurrecting a dead body and it's it's a really good story really gripping story really interesting it's i can't really give much more detail than that without spoiling the the book and everything but it's it's a really good read i would highly recommend it to anybody Uh, i'll keep everybody updated as it goes on but uh one other thing i wanted to mention is that i have another book that uh i'm kind of working on it has nothing to do with the first book it's uh this is a complete standalone book it's a series of short stories by myself and several of my friends and i'm even going to try to get chris in on this as well to you know write a couple short stories and publish them in a book and they're going to be very outlandish range from like the supernatural to the paranormal to random uh, reality-based things like, you know, something that could happen on the streets of name a city, state, whatever, you know. But uh, pretty soon going to be putting that book out. Probably end up having that book out before I get the uh, book about the vampire and alchemist out. But I'll keep everybody updated, of course. And uh, Chris, I think you had something you wanted to plug? Um, I was actually just going to pull something random out of my ass. And it's about a foot-long hair. Um... Not just yeah. I was actually just gonna plug my book because I knew you were gonna talk about books, but you already took care of that. Uh, of course, uh, I've got upcoming. I had my AGT audition today. Uh, I'm working on a TV show, um, a TV pilot. I'll be able to talk more about soon. Um, from what I understand, the title is Queens of the Paranormal. Uh, looking like it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, I'll talk about that more as we get closer to filming the pilot and the pilot gets filmed um i may actually end up if you're cool with this dustin uh bring one of the producers on later on and talk about the show um i'm fine with that man she i i had brought the idea up to her and she said once we get closer to filming the pilot she thinks it'd be a great idea um and we'll figure out something maybe even bring a couple of uh my co-stars in and yeah, we'll, we'll get that figured out. Uh, go ahead and plug social media, then we'll finish up with final thoughts and call it a day, night, whatever the fuck this is. <clears throat> well, you can follow us on Twitter at bombs power bombs p on Twitter at power bombs p, or you can go to facebook.com slash bombs and hose podcast and you can follow us there as well. Um, of course, you can check us out on Spotify. You can check us out on Anchor FM. Uh, you can check us out on what i think like google podcast there's so many uh, different places you can check different platforms you can check us out on please stay up to date and uh we'll definitely we'll definitely make you happy and keep you happy and keep you uh well informed on everything that's going on in, in the world of power bombs and pantyhose uh of course if you go to our anchor.fm page you can always support the podcast donate donate a lot donate often uh <laughs> Of course, you can always leave us messages. You can email me directly at clcreechentertainer at gmail.com. Um, and if you've got questions for Dustin, of course, I'll forward them on to him. Um, yeah. Uh, if you get on the anchor.fm page and leave us a message or leave voice messages, you can leave text messages. Uh, if we like what we hear, we'll mention it on air. Um, so, hey, do it. If we like the voice message you leave, we'll play it. Um, I think that is all we've got for today. Uh, any final thoughts, Dustin? I'm good, homie. Uh, I always like to try to think of something profound to say at the end. I'm going to sit here and ramble for a second. Um, hmm, um, okay, right here, here's a final thought. Uh, and this will be kind of a, take me a minute. Of course, 
the NFL playoffs were this past weekend. I am a diehard Tennessee Titans fan. I love my Titans. I have for years. Their catchphrase is tighten up. Uh, a certain someone I've been talking to, uh, I, I, I sent her a logo. It said the Titans logo, and it said tighten up on it, and she just starts laughing hysterically. I said, what is so funny? She said, I'm thinking about the phrase tighten up. And the fact the Titans logo looks like a butthole. Yeah. And I have never seen that before. I had never thought about it, but now I can't get it out of my head. I'm still a Titans fan. I do not believe it looks like that. But my final thought for this weekend is if you're talking to someone, if you care about them and they are not a sports fan, do not show them your favorite team's uh, a logo because it, it will only end in heartbreak. That's it for this week, guys. Of course. As always, make sure you've got your pantyhose on. Make sure you take your power bombs, and we will see you next week. Have a great one.